If you're like me and you're torn between the love my body at any size movement and the, if I love my body, I need to make healthier choices to feel good too thought process, then you're in the right place. It's every day now that someone out there is telling us the next best thing on TikTok or Instagram ads are showing us another shortcut and it is exhausting. How about we heal our relationship with our bodies, exercise and food and give ourselves grace along the way. Let's do this together and celebrate the small stuff. Welcome to A Healthy Dose with Sadie Tolbert. Hey, candy girl, you are my candy girl. Okay, we're talking about sugar. Oh, oh, loaded, loaded subject. And I almost feel like I should just have a bunch of statistics up, but you know, we're not going to go down that route. I want to have kind of a different direction in talking about sugar here because I feel like if you have been in any sort of a health journey or in any sort of a nutrition path, weight loss path or anything like that, like you kind of know the general guideline that like sugar is just, it is sugar. (laughs) There's no one word to say here. So, okay, let's start it this way. We are consuming a lot more sugar now in 2023, especially if you live in North America than any other time that man has lived. Um, we know that our bodies need sugar to survive. Our brain needs sugar. We need it for energy. It is something that is found naturally in so many food products that we've, uh, known is good for human consumption. And so it's not something that you can ever fully cut out of your diet. Like you just can't cut it all out. And so even when I meet people that will say sometimes like, oh, I eat sugar free. It's like in mostly probably, but not entirely because that then you would die, but um, maybe not so suddenly, but you, you know, your body would starve from needing that nutrient. So you have some sugar, but um, to, to find out what your body needs as far as how much sugar, it's going to depend on each person. And if you have been somebody who pounded it full of sugar for decades, and then all of a sudden you're like, I've been so healthy and I've, you know, been thin and all these things, but your doctor's handing you a a diabetes medication, then it's surprising because we don't know what's going on in the cellular level in our body. And when your body expects to have so much sugar, it is going to plan to secrete, you know, that insulin in preparation for that high amount of sugar. And Right now, there's a lot of sugar substitutes. There's a lot of mock sugar, things like that. There's, of course, natural sugars. Just because honey is more natural doesn't mean that that doesn't still spike your insulin. It doesn't still trigger your body into that um, same process. Same thing with like stevia and other things like that. And so um, I think by now, a lot of people are kind of understanding that like a lot of that artificial sugar has long-term effects and can, you know, give different people different outcomes. Some people get headaches from that, the different artificial sugars, things like that. But, um, for the most part, part trying to limit those and, uh, just not be, you should, you shouldn't try to aim to be addicted to anything, but, um, they are, they can be addicting as, is sugar. So taking inventory of 
what are you putting into your body on a regular basis that has artificial sweeteners and what are you putting in your body that has the natural sweeteners like monk fruit and and stevia agave all those things and what are you putting in your body that has fructose so that would be from the different levels or the different kinds of fruit and and even some vegetables and things like that um uh sometimes i i think my brain wants to feel like veggies aren't sweet because fruit's sweet but veggies can be sweet too if anybody has ever juiced a whole bunch of veggies that you're like wow this is a lot sweeter than i thought it would be like that's weird so they're not spicy or they're not sour or i mean some of them are sour but they're not salty you know like it's not like another palate they're still in the same field but anyway um kind of lost the train of thought there what i was trying to go down with that whole veggie thing but fructose is also going to have an effect on your body. And so if you are somebody who's diabetic, like you do have to watch your fruit intake. It's not to say that you can't have any, but um, if you are posed between having, you know, a, a, an orange or having, you know, Snickers bar, like which one do you think your body is going to react better to? Um, so it is kind of learning to make those different choices. And so the, the sugar, the cane sugar, the, um, coconut sugar, the turbinado, like all of those different terms that are ultimately, it's all sugar, brown sugar, white sugar, it's all sugar. Uh, some are going to have a healthier effect, you know, organic, things like that, but they all kind of come from the same field. And when you put all of this sweet stuff into one big giant container, your body doesn't always differentiate between all of it. So really working on what your body is satisfied with. And if you are noticing that you need to have something sweet, like you're craving and you're like going around the kitchen, opening all the cupboards in the fridge and the freezer to find something sweet, or you can't help it when you're in the grocery store and you just throw all the sweet stuff in there. Um, that could be, you know, a mental addiction, physical addiction. It could be, um, you know, self-discipline, or it could be your body telling you need, it needs another nutrient. Maybe you need to up your fat or up your protein. Um, but really kind of, again, taking inventory and like what you're taking in all these different subjects of sugar. And if you're like, no, I'm really good. Just still think about all of the different sources. If you haven't had white sugar since 1995, you've probably had multiple other kinds of sweeteners. And that doesn't exemplify you from ever getting a diabetes diagnosis and, and having heart disease later on because of it. And so I'd love to tell everybody that there's this perfect path to prevent diabetes and there's this perfect amount of sugar that we shall aim for, but it's just not, not that simple. And so for the people that feel like they can exercise off whatever they eat, you know, the, the crowd that goes to the gym so that they can eat whatever they want, that's, it's good that you have the ability to go to the gym and that you want to go to the gym and stuff like that. But sometimes that, that tit for tat is not going to be as helpful in in your body keeping score. You're you're still secreting that insulin. You're still going to um, kind of beat on your gut health and your microbiome and, and like your entire circulatory system because it's going to be overloaded with sugar. So the people that are really trying to stay ahead of the game, like you're basically just treading water. You don't know at what point what, could, what happens if you get an injury or if you can't work out or things like that. And then you know, moves in a different direction. So that can't be your contingency plan. There has to be other areas of backup. And 
this is what it goes back to, you know, episode one, when we were talking about your relationship with your body and, and the episode about relationship with food and really exercising because you love your body and eating food that serves you. And if you find that you are being just spoken to in that frozen food aisle, when all of the, the healthy, quote unquote, healthy uh, chocolate bars and things like that are calling to you. Trust me, I hear the sirens too. Like they are calling and singing to me as well. And and I give in sometimes, but really being able to differentiate between like what that, what's the purpose of putting that in your cart? Are you satisfying a craving? Is this a, you know, dopamine hit for you? Is this a um, childhood memory that you're going after? Like, what's your relationship with that? And if it's something you want to avoid, maybe do not go down that aisle or have your partner or somebody go down that aisle for you or order online or do whatever you have to do. Maybe like a mind trick um, to really get yourself to not have that relationship. Um, I have this little game that I'll play with people. And I think it kind of pulled some of the idea off of Tony Robbins um, where if there's a food that you're just like, man, I love drumsticks, the the chocolate uh, drummies in the freezer section, the ice cream cones or whatever they are. And they are my kryptonite. Every time I see them, I can't even handle myself. Um, there's, there's kind of a mind visualization, uh, trick that you can try. And this may just sound like God awful to you, but this might be really great. So I want you to picture yourself eating that happy as a clam. Here you go. So good. Now, what if it started tasting like clam or like, like fish? What if, you start smelling that like a dirty sock while you're eating that. And then, then there's like pickle juice, like sliming into the, the top of the cone. And, and it, it just gives you this like nauseous feeling where you're, you're dry heaving. Like this is like really uncomfortable, right? Like I am, I'm making a face right now. I didn't like, I don't know. I didn't mean to go that gross. Like, but it, it really wanted to make an impact too, because if that's, if that made you think like, oh my gosh, every time I picture myself having that, that drumstick, like I really am going to have that kind of reaction to it. It's, it's a, a way to break up with that food because it, you know, that you have a problem with it. Either it doesn't serve your goals or, or, you know, your unhealthy relationship with it, or it gives you tummy trouble or whatever the case may be. Like you can do that with anything, with brownies, with, you know, cigarette smoking, with anything, just picture it being really vile and disgusting. And that way, you know, you are able to redirect to something else and you can do the exact opposite. If you're like, I really want to have broccoli because of the properties or that's maybe not a great example because you don't need to have broccoli. But like if there was another type of food where you're really, really struggling to like it, but man, you know, if you had that in your body, it would really have the effect that you're looking for then you can have an experience of really good experience with it. Now, don't make it taste like ice cream in your brain or anything like that, but but really attach a lot of good euphoria uh, emotions and feelings towards it where it just like melts in your mouth, like more sensational, where it just, it smells so savory and your mouth is watering. And as soon as you bite into it, it's almost like it just, just really melts right there. And as you chew, it just takes you to this place where you hear some music and, and you just kind of feel the the food taste buds dancing in your mouth and just it's so nice and it goes down so smooth and every bite just gets better and better and 
really visualize a good experience with that. And so um, what all of that has to do going back to, you know, sugar and, and how much we consume, it's really um, starts with that taking inventory, like I said, and then focusing on what are you taking now into your diet that you can shift it or adjust. So if you are somebody who uh, loves to have, you know, a, a jelly sandwich, or you really like um, little uh, protein bars from the store or something that have a lot of sugar in it, um, what can you maybe swap in that place that is going to have the same kind of desired effects, but not have as much sugar? So meat, meat doesn't have sugar in it. You know, the there's different things that don't have added sugar. And taking a look at those, those uh, nutrition labels and stuff will kind of tell you as well. And now, if you are somebody that's like, I can't eat shredded chicken without adding some toppings into it, maybe consider spices instead. And so instead of pouring it full of barbecue sauce, like maybe you could do a barbecue seasoning and like really get it close. And, and you can maybe sprinkle a little bit of brown sugar in there. It doesn't have to be an insane amount, but just making those adjustments that fit your lifestyle and fit the goals and stuff that you're after. But I think that really focusing now at whatever stage you're at in your life, whether you're a young person listening to this or you're somebody who is um, already a diabetic, like just really taking inventory of what you're putting in your body as far as sugar. You know, I didn't even mention high fructose corn syrup, you know, things like that. And finding a swap or replacement. And sometimes when it comes to a health journey, it's not what you can take out. It's what you can add in. Because if you add in new things, the bad stuff will drop off and your body will start shifting and changing. And when you can kind of deconstruct that, that, that addiction to that sugar, you'll notice that your taste buds are stronger and you'll actually enjoy things more. If you have um, beets, for example, beets are very sweet. Like they are, uh, I used to think they were just god awful. My mom liked pickled beets. So I never thought of them as something sweet. They were always like the sour fermented, whatever she did. But um, now I have them in not a fermented way, in a sweet way. And so uh, I never would have thought of those things as sweet. But I hope that uh, you stay sweet and you're uh, continuing to exude, exude like sweet smiles and sweet kindness and all of those other things. I just probably went really corny there. I'm sorry, but I wanted to end it on a high note. So have a splendid day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet, please subscribe for more and leave a review. If you got something great out of today, please share with your family and friends. And as always, please remember to consult with your primary care provider if you have any questions or concerns. This podcast is meant to be educational and based off of my experience. Have a great day. You are unique and amazing and beautiful.